0: It's still the summer holidays in the UK, which means that no writing got done this week. Uh, This week has been three days at the day job, one day doing a corporate training on WordPress, and then I was out today, had a long adventure, a long drive, and (laughs) my car broke down this evening. Um, I wasn't sure when I was going to be able to record this podcast diary, but my car, I've been nursing it back on a very long journey today, done a couple of hundred miles. And I knew that the clutch was getting a bit a bit juddery, but it's been fine. And um, today, though, I've been uh, in pre-bank holiday traffic. And as I was moving slowly through queues, this clutch was getting worse and worse. And um, I was about probably 20, 30 miles away from home. There was more backed up traffic. And because I knew the roads so there, I, I ducked off to the side. But I literally couldn't change gear. I couldn't get it out of gear and I couldn't change gear. And I even I even got stuck. There is a single track bridge on my back route home. Um, and it was very, very busy. And I had to put my hazards on because I just couldn't get into a gear or out of a gear. I was just stuck in the car. Uh, so I've had great fun tonight. But would you believe... I managed to pull it, I nursed it along the road, uh, managed to get it into third gear, just nursed it roaring the engine in third gear uh, and managed to pull it up outside a pub. So while I was waiting for the breakdown man to come and put me on the tow truck, I was able to um, have a little drink while I was waiting for him. So that worked out rather nicely. So I've had a great adventure before recording tonight's podcast diary and I've no doubt I'm going to have a big car bill when I can get it booked into a garage uh, next week. So that's something to look forward to. But I haven't done any uh, writing this week. That's fine. That's all by intention because I got Burden of Guilt back from Helen Fazal, my editor. Uh, I think it came back on Wednesday or Thursday. She got it back to me a little bit early, but I didn't have any scheduled time to work on it. So for the next three days, uh, Saturday 26th, Sunday 27th, and Monday the 28th, I'm going to be working through um, Helen's edits and moving that book uh towards the well it's going to have to be the final draft because it's got to be out on the 14th thursday the 14th of september but uh, if you're new to this um, amazon always wants your files about four days before so i'm starting to get these warnings now saying your book's being released soon you've got to have your files in by such and such a date so i need to have the files in i think it's by the 9th of September. So although the release date is way ahead, I actually have to hit the deadline a little bit sooner than that. So I've got to crack on now and this has got, this work's got to get done. So burden of guilt is my next uh, job to do. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, you know, Helen does such a great job of the edits. There isn't going to be an awful lot to do. Uh, and it, when I say there isn't an awful lot to do, you know, Helen will have got all the spelling mistakes. She'll have got the inconsistencies. She'll give given me notes about things that maybe don't quite work that I need to think about rephrasing and then last week my wife and I did this trip on the Caledonian sleeper and a, a Caledonian sleeper train um it's an overnight sleeping train basically if if you're not in the UK uh and I did that trip with my wife last week and that was just me well, it was a birthday trip primarily, but also it was quite convenient because you know, it's going to allow me to fact check my book to make sure everything's right. And as I was going along, actually everything is right, even down to, and I must remember to put this on the resources page, when we got into Speed Bridge, uh, which is the little community around which my thriller is based, um, that she comments that she sees Speed Bridge and, and it brings back memories. And, and in actual fact, our, we were in our carriage at the time And our carriage stopped right in front of the sign that says Speed Bridge on it. It was perfect. It was a perfect moment for the book. So um, I got that photograph um, and and I'm just fact-checking things like that with the book. And by the way, brilliant visit, brilliant trip on the train. I was a little bit concerned um, because it was a little bit over the top. We we left Carlisle on, when was it? Friday, yeah, Friday morning at about 10 o'clock. We took the train down to London we had eight hours in London, so we had loads of time in London. We went to the Wellcome Museum, and we went. Uh, we had a tour of Tower Bridge. We looked at all the mechanics in Tower Bridge, and then we went to see. Um, we went to the cinema to see whatever the follow up is to An Inconvenient Truth, Son of Inconvenient Truth, or whatever that movie is called. Um, then we went back, jumped on the Caledonian Sleeper. I've taken loads of photos because when the book's out, you know, eventually I'm going to get around to creating content around my book. So I've got loads of photos of all of the locations of all of my thrillers. And I I, I need to find some time to sit down and do some, some posts around that for, for readers of those books. Uh, but I took loads of images. So we were on the train overnight. Uh, it's a sleeper train and we woke up. Uh, well, we were in, where were we? We were in Scotland. We were in the highlands of Scotland when we woke up and the blind went up. Um, and I saw Speed Bridge it was beautiful Scottish countryside. The train got to Fort William on Saturday morning at about, I think it was 9.55. We had a couple of hours in Fort William walking around and I, I managed to take photos of the locations of my book, which I'd had a look at on Google Maps. Um, the pub, I found the perfect pub actually. I, I, I knew roughly what the pubs were like in Fort William, but I, I found the pub now, the official pub that my, the scene in Fort William is set in. Um, and, and and then we caught the train back and it, and, it, and when you look at it on paper you think blimey it was barely worth it but we had plenty of time in Fort William jumped on the train had a four hour journey back to Glasgow what did we do in Glasgow? <laughs> we, we went to the um, we had a nice little afternoon in Glasgow jumped on the train and we were back in Carlisle by six o'clock so it sounds like it was huge in a rush but it, it wasn't we had plenty of time everywhere and it really worked as a trip uh, but as I say, I've got you know loads of content now um, for my book because we've we followed the whole journey that my main character takes. in about half of the book, and there's you know incidents and scenes in the book that take place on this Caledonian sleeper. So um, it was great. Really enjoyed it. Fan- fantastic experience. And eventually, when I get my butt into gear, um, you'll there will be blog posts uh, about that on on my thriller blog because I like to create location content and behind the scenes kind of content for all of the books uh, which is fabulous so that that's great Uh, so next priority is Burden of Guilt got to get that fine edited and fine-tuned and then I'm returning to the writing hopefully next Sunday I hope I should get some writing done but if not everybody's back to school and and doing you know back to work and all the usual things uh, week beginning 4th of September and then I'm back in my in my comfy routine again, when I know that the writing's um, going to get done, you know, would you believe it? You know, then I'm I'm barely draw breath, and I will have finished one fatal error. Then I'm right I've finished writing the next book, and then I'm having to to edit that, ready to go back to Hanan Fazal again. So it really is a sausage factory this year, and I got another one to to have written. It won't be edited, but it'll be written by uh, the end of December. Actually, it'll be written before the end of December. It's got to be written by. I think it's about the 10th of September because I'm off to Spain um before Christmas I like to get my sunshine before Christmas so um it's got to be done by about the 10th or 11th of December that book um so you know it really is a sausage factory this year I wanted to get those four 50,000 word thrillers out this year and I'm pretty 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 still pretty confident um that that's going to get done so that's the update on the on the writing progress uh this week um i what was i listening to self-publishing podcast i think it was yeah i've been uh it's been great actually because i've been doing a lot of driving this week and i've caught up with all the podcasts that i like to listen to uh, and that's been fantastic and and i love listening to podcasts because i i just i hear people recommend books i hear techniques and things that i need to look at new websites i haven't heard of and i I jot them down. I go and have a look straight away. And um, I was listening to the self-publishing podcast. And they were doing an interview with Brian Meeks, who has written a book called Mastering Amazon Ads. And I was listening to Brian. And I've got a few things on Amazon Ads. I think I've got access to Mark Dawson's course. I think I, I just got that bundled in with the Facebook training that I paid for. Dave Chesson also has a free Amazon Ads course. But the, the problem with... Um, videos is they take a long time to work through you know sometimes you just think just tell me just tell me just go on with it and um, so I'm not I'm not sort of huge with videos I need to have the time allocated to work through a video course and I've wanted to get on top of Amazon ads and when I was listening to this interview with Brian Meeks I thought fantastic and um, actually I think I must have been listening to that podcast on the train uh, last weekend because I ordered it and it was it was uh, delivered the day after we got back it's amazing Amazon um, and and so what I did this week, I think it was on Sunday, um, and I've only just started this book. But Brian effectively recommends setting up four different types of Amazon ads and tells you the bids to put on them. And then that this is your starting point with the way that he does things. So I thought, great, I could just you know flick through the pages, find what I need to know, and get on with it quickly. So I've been running some Amazon ads this week, and um, uh, Brian generally suggests that you run very slow very low bid so i haven't been spending anything uh, particularly um but it's funny whenever i run ads i don't seem to get the sales for the books that i'm advertising all the time but i do seem to get more sales whenever i run ads and i, and I don't know why that is somebody who knows more about amazon algorithms will probably tell me why that is but uh, you know my sales have been right up this week um and and it's not always the books that i'm am- advertising on amazon ads But uh, literally just having read the first couple of chapters of Brian's book, this is appealing to me much more than Facebook ads does. Facebook ads I found absolutely brilliant for list building, but I couldn't turn them into sales. Um, You know, I've worked through Mark Dawson's course absolutely fantastic for list building the leads are very cheap but to be honest with you that's been superseded by insta freebie i can get them way cheaper using insta freebie giveaways so i've kind of abandoned um, facebook ads now because i i just seem to spend a lot of money on facebook ads and i never really seem to get the returns on them um so insta freebie is great for list building um, again you know that has a limited shelf life you could only do that for so long uh, but i think it's still got a little bit of mileage in there for me and um and so I'm, I want to try Amazon ads. And the way Brian does it uh, really appeals to me. He, you know basically you have lots and lots of ads running. you're not putting high bids on the ads, which is which is great. he tells you how to test them and, and the things to look out for. So I have to recommend this book too. It's called Mastering Amazon Ads by Brian Meeks and um, you know I'm going to throw myself into this um, and try and learn it, and I'll let you know how it goes. Um, but as I say, although I'm not necessarily selling the books I'm advertising, I do suddenly seem to be selling more books, Um, and when I say I'm selling more books, you know, to me, we're not going to be at the top of any bestseller list yet, I'm saying, for me, I'm selling more books, Um, so that's great, and and I I know I'd mentioned in the diaries previously that the the MailChimp book, uh, again, it's not going to get to the top of any bestseller lists, but it is selling itself, and it continues to sell itself, so I'm very pleased with that MailChimp book. But um, interestingly, I had another, if you listen to this diary, you'll know I rant occasionally about my my non-fiction books. And um, I had another of those, I hate non-fiction moments this week because I was doing a corporate training, WordPress for beginners on Thursday. And I use a service, or I have used a service to train that, which allows you to set up a free WordPress site. It's called Hostinger is this service and it allows you to set up a free WordPress site without having to put any credit card details or anything like that so when I've got a room full of 15 people who don't know how to use WordPress that's a brilliant thing to, to, for them for me to show them how to set up a WordPress site really really quickly we have it done by 11 o'clock in the morning and everybody goes "Ooh, I can't believe how easy that is and and so I was just checking through my notes uh, before I did the training on Wednesday night and God, would you believe it? Hostinger. I mean, I've only just looked at this blasted site. I'm so pleased I looked at it because it would have really caught me out in the training. Um, they now don't do it for free. They do it very cheap, but they've started charging for it. And I thought, oh, blimey, this, this completely scuppers my day's training on the Thursday. So I had a look around and a service that I used to use for this, which is called zero, it's got a bizarre title. It's 000webhost.com. Fortunately, they do free, uh, WordPress installation uh, without having to put a credit card in so I very quickly pivoted to that but of course recently I updated my non-fiction book on WordPress I got a nice new cover for it and of course now immediately you know within a month the blasted things out of date already because something else on the internet has changed so um, I was interviewing Joanna Penn for the podcast this week and you know she was she was she's wise to this because I know I know she's done this in her past, she used to do nonfiction books and courses. And of course they would just outdate so quickly. A lot of them were on how to build websites and, and things like that. And, and and of course she she when she was talking about my work you know she she went st- straight to the heart of it and said you know you'll have this problem with your books so i said yeah absolutely i've got this problem you know i'm usually ranting about facebook but now even wordpress which was something that i i committed to because it doesn't change every 5 minutes now within about a month of the blasted thing being released my wordpress book now has an obsolete section in it so you could imagine how I'm feeling about nonfiction at the moment, having spent all this time refreshing the books. It's really driving me crazy. And, and Joanna Penn said to me, this is why she's writing a book on um, author health. And she, she's trying to get out of books um, because they're a curse. They sell well, but they're a curse because they keep needing updating. And she was saying she's just updated her marketing book. And she said, I thought it would just take me not very much time at all and it actually took me ages to do because there was so much had changed and so she's trying you know she sells a lot of non-fiction books so she knows how important it is to the business as I do I don't sell as many as Joanna does but it's important to my business too because I I sell non-fiction as well and um but oh it's a curse it's an albatross this thing and I know it's a first world problem um but because I do internet stuff it is a real pain in the butt um so I like Joanna um I can't really think what I would write in non-fiction um, that isn't geeky stuff, geeky stuff is kind of what I do, Um so I'm not really quite sure what to do about the non-fiction, but um, I just thought I'd share that with you, it is a, it is, I am in pain again over my non-fiction books, and this time it's WordPress, WordPress I thought I could trust you, you know, I thought we could trust each other, and now it's WordPress that's changed, or or, or the site that I was using has changed, Um so it gives me a little bit of a dilemma, you know, because instantly you're thinking, right, okay, the book's out of date, should I, you know, I need to I need to get that done. I've got more important things to do. I've got deadlines to hit. So that that's why I'm annoyed by it. I need to put a day by to get that done. But there are so many other things that I need to do at the moment. Um, I just haven't got the time to do it. So uh, that's why I'm ranting about it. But, um, you know, beware nonfiction. Try and find topics that don't need updating. Um, I'm delighted to say that I got my first Kobo payment notification this month. Um, and I'm very happy with that because I've wanted to be listed directly on Kobo for a long, long time. That, I hope, is going to increase, because next week, on Thursday the 31st of August, my Don't Tell Meg trilogy is out of KDP Select. WordPress Box, which is now updated, is out of um, KDP Select and so is the secret bunker. So loads of my books are coming out of KDP Select on the 31st, which means I can then move them into Google Play, into Kobo direct listing and move them onto draft the digital. I'm really quite excited about that actually. And uh, again talking to Joanna Penn in our interview earlier on this week. You know Joanna was jo- Joanna is wide, she likes to put her books wide. And I just said to her, you know, I I I had this knee jerk reaction when I had that really good month and I was getting lots of reads. But I see people who rely on reads bitching every month because, um, you know, the the money they're getting per page read is going down. And I I don't want to rely on that. I don't want to, you know, go with my begging bowl to Amazon, you know, thinking, oh my goodness, the page read is down. I'm not getting paid as much. I just don't want to be dependent. Um, It it was interesting, uh, really interesting conversation with Joanna Penn, by the way. Um, I'm so pleased I did that interview. Um, I felt that I got, you know, I, I've been following Joanna as most of us have. I think I must have been listening to her for three years and you get to a stage with some of, of these people where you think, you know, you know, everything about them. There's no more you can find out about them. Um, and I just had a really interesting chat with Joanna and found out something that I didn't know about her, which I was really pleased, uh, you know, to, to do uh, a previous business that she'd had. Uh, and, and actually what it all boiled down to. You know Joanna's previous experience, and I've got this experience with my Facebook software. Is you know don't rely on another platform because at some point they'll screw you. You've you've got to spread your load, not to be vulnerable. And I think you know it's 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 seductive when you have a good month and you see that that's come from reads to go all in with KDP Select. But I think at heart, I want to go wide. I like to have checks from. Uh draft the digital Kobo, Google play Amazon create space audible it excites me even though those they might be smaller checks. it does excite me to have checks coming in from multiple places and and I have had checks you know for a long time now coming in from multiple places so so i I am gonna go wide I think um you know it might not be it might not bring in give me one of those great months that I had a couple of months ago but um i'm just going to build it slowly surely securely i think that's that's my vote after recent experiences um so a bit of a digression there um I do, I do i love this podcast when um people come out of the woodwork that i don't even know and haven't even heard of And they just out of the blue just drop me a line and say give me some you know lovely feedback on the podcast say how much they're enjoying it um and and forgive me, please, if I if I pronounce your name uh, incorrectly, but I, I got a Facebook message from Nephi Thomas Jenks this week. Um, and, and first of all, the photograph popped up. I wasn't sure what was coming up at first. It looked like um, you know some kind of mechanical work, uh, like a, a, a like a workshop, something like that. You know, a mechanical workshop. Uh, and and then I got a note from Nephi saying um, you know how much he enjoys the podcast um, and and. and I get so much great feedback about this diary. Um, when people say I enjoy the podcast it's always it's always followed by and I really like the diaries and, and then it's usually followed by a comment like you know it's really good to hear from someone who you know isn't making a zillion dollars per second and it's good you know, it's really good to hear from just a regular ricer who's not making that much money and um, you know it has all sorts of personal crises and sales crises you know like the rest of us and that's the most consistent feedback i get about this podcast which is which is which is you know which is fabulous because this podcast is aimed at specifically you um or aspiring indie authors um and this is why i was a little bit reticent about um joanna pennant actually contacted me to come on the podcast i didn't contact Joanna. And I was in two minds about it. The same with Dave Chesson about, you know, should I interview these people? Because, they're, they're, you know, we, we've all heard them a million times. Um, but my policy on this now is that although I probably won't, I won't reach out to them. If they ever reach out to me, I'm not going to say no. Because hopefully when I do an interview with them, I, you know, you'll get my take on it, my angle on it. I will push them on the things that matter most to us as new writers. And I was really pleased I did that interview with Joanna because to say I thought I knew everything about her. And I didn't, and I, and I think I got some really strong stuff from Joanna that will really resonate with new, uh, and aspiring indie authors. So, so please, you know, listen to that interview. Same with Dave Chesson too. Uh, you know, got some great information from Dave and stuff I haven't, haven't heard before, uh, which I think is really useful. Um, so back to the point, which is, uh, Nephi's, um, comment. I'll put your photo, um, on the, resources page for this week uh, Nephi was working in a car dealership rebuilding a uh, big mining truck engines i mean how how interested is that um you know fantastic because you know as you can probably tell i'm not the kind of guy who's very good with my hands you know i can't mend cars and things like that um i don't tinker with engines or anything i don't do any, don't do any manly things and uh, and so you know to see these big mining truck engines and the fact that Nephi's is listening uh, you know while fixing these things it's just blooming brilliant to hear things like that. So if, if you're somebody who hasn't you know reached out and dropped me a, a line, and if you don't want me to to share the photograph, just let me know. I won't I won't share it if you don't want me to. Uh, but for me, it's just great to to hear people all around the world and to see what you're doing. It's just wonderful that we can connect in this way. Um, so I said to Nephi, let me know what your website is. So uh, I'll share that website. It's ntjenks.com. And I will, of course, put Neffy's photo uh, and the link to the website on the resources page for this week so that you can catch up with that. Okay, so that's it for this diary today. I'm quite tired because I've had a little breakdown to deal with and had the shame, well, not the shame, the embarrassment of having my car arrive outside the house on a tow truck and have to be released from the tow truck on a wire <laughs> into the drive <laughs> for all the neighbors to see so um, that's the next problem that i got to get sorted out I'll, I'll save that till after the bank holiday probably and for the next three days actually I should get ne- I bet Nephi could fix it I bet I bet you could fix it Neffy. I haven't got a clue what to do with it it's got to go to the garage and I've got to get a bill anyhow um, so that's my my sort of week ahead getting the car fixed next three days are going to be burden of guilt um apologies by the way I did warn you last week but you've probably if you if you always get this diary first thing in the morning on a Saturday morning wherever you are in the world it will have been a little bit later for you today I did warn you of that last week it's because I've been away all day today actually I've recorded this on Friday night so I have at least got it recorded But it's quite late on Friday night now and I want to sit down with my wife and have a yak and, and watch some telly so I will be processing it on Saturday morning hopefully I'll wake up early on Saturday morning and get it out as early as I can to you but for some of you I know some of you get it in what's 5 a.m uk time when i usually release it so apologies if it did arrive a little bit later but normal service will be resumed next week so thank you very much for listening to paul's podcast diary i should just mention by the way that my guest on monday bank holiday monday in the uk the 28th of august it's a second interview with john cronshaw now john is a sci-fi dystopian author and John's local to me. I said he was local to me. I met him at the Borderlines Festival that I was presenting at last year in Carlisle and immediately got on with John because, you know, John had obviously done the research. He was, he was immersed in podcasts. Um, he was doing all the right things. And I said to him, well, we, we must talk. Um, and I'd, I'd love to follow you through as a brand new author. Um, and just hear about how it goes and um, so this is my catch up with John I call them take two interviews it's my catch up with John and uh, you know quite amazingly um, I think I interviewed John it was right at the beginning of the year I think it was January and since we last spoke uh, you know John was anticipating I think at the most having two or three books released by this time he's released six books since then which is just incredible he's doing some great things uh, he's been on uh, Kindle Scout um, oh my goodness John does readings he does readings Um, to like real people live audiences and things he talks to us about that and how beneficial that is too so he's doing some great things you know john's one of these guys you need to watch um, because he's doing some great innovative things um, and like the rest of us he's he's trying to build this new author career so john cronshaw is my guest on monday the 28th of august bank holiday monday in the uk i hope you have a fabulous week of writing and i will be back at the normal time next saturday speak soon bye bye now Thanks for listening to Paul's Podcast Diary. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to hear next week's update and find out how many words get produced over the next seven days. Until then, we hope you have a great week of writing.